moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. your host Mylene sitting here with rain outside and the wind gushing bringing us fantastic new information and new energies and my guest a dear friend and also in a way my personal way show and you'll know more later Jessie M you're sitting in Maine in the US tuning in to this podcast to bring your wisdom and your view that you have on the world, on our galaxy, cosmos, and way beyond. So I'm really, really interested what will arise when we converse today together. Hello, Jessian. Oh, Marlene, it's so great to be with you and to connect with you again. It's always a pleasure. And as you know, you hold a, a special place in my journey as well, coming into here and uh, transitions in life. And um, you've done some very amazing things as well in my life. So it's always with deep gratitude that I'll show up for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's, it uh, touches me deeply. And I'm honored to walk the path of our life's journey for a while for you, right? And this is the magic, I believe, of life that we run into a people in the moments <laughs> where we can't even fathom, right? And there you are. And I remember, how did I, I don't know, just one group on Facebook. And <laughs> I thought, oh, she has a radio show. And I remember I wanted to speak to you or I spoke with you prior and then you invited me to the radio show because then when I looked into more deeply and uh, I was a guest long time ago on your show and that gave me uh, confidence myself to be able to converse and what I loved at that time that you also go with the flow and speak in the moment of what is and um, I still hold that conversation um, in my heart it gave me a lot of lift in moving forward in bringing my voice out through a radio show then later, yeah? And now the world of podcast. So thank you for that. Well, it's, it's really beautiful. And um, I'm thinking maybe for your listeners, there needs to be a little bit more filling in because yeah. um, when you first connected, um, you were connecting with Jesse. And you had that connection with Jessie. She was running the radio shows for quite a while and, um, and opened that door with you. And then, of course, it was two, just around two years ago, a little over two years ago. And um, we had to get Jessie transitioned out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will read about this. Um, 
in the code journey and you managed to facilitate that transition to get her home as I came in. And so um, as both of us, both Jesse and I on are very uh, grateful for you oh. and uh, mm-hmm. creating that journey. So for those that aren't picking up on some of what I'm saying, because I'm kind of just coming into this at the moment, I am a walk-in for another soul. So I came in, I shared body with the soul for a while, and um, that soul was the soul that Maylene first came in contact with. Um, Wonderful soul, but uh, due to some unusual circumstances, she had to move on. And uh, so I came in and the body was not ready to go (laughs) at that time. And so I came in so that she could safely transition out. And we are part of the same Magi team. So we draw on the same wisdom that we share with the world now. And we work, both of us, I mean, we've, we've always worked. Our, our function as our Magi team is to help bring people into greater compassion and doing that through their own living, their own life. And we know, Maylene, as we work on ourselves, we're automatically working on the whole. And I think that that is such an important part of the union uh, piece is because so many people feel like, well, I'm not a podcast person or I'm not a person to go out and speak or I'm not a person to want to maybe even have a lot of contact with people. Mm-hmm. And so in when Jesse started the Code Journey work, um, it allows people to make these personal transformations. It allows people to work from their own space and from their own unique place. And so it doesn't matter whether you're living off grid someplace, (laughs) not really having contact with people at all, or whether you have huge high volume contact of people. And it comes back to ourselves. It comes back to do your journey do your journey the way that's going to work for you. And when you do that, you will automatically be coming into these beautiful alignments. You're automatically going to be creating union, no matter what role you're playing here, what um, things that you're working on in this world. God, that's so beautifully said. Exactly. (laughs) It, It doesn't matter if you are alone, if I'm alone, if we are alone, or we're in the middle of a huge group. So in my life, Jesse, um, it's um, I still sometimes say the Jesse, but is is uh, I've been really in phases in my life where I was very rural, then in a really huge metropolitan city. Then again, very rural. So I jumped, I remember like from New York City up high up into the Alps, I barely saw someone. (laughs) Or again, then from Atlanta, Munich, and then back here where I live now, it's uh, also a a small village. I call it a village. You know, I I have the fields just uh, not even 100 yards away where I can go for walks and I see the hillside. But the decision for me is to be connected. And yes, it, you, you, you're so right. Even though I sit here most of time alone, 
or if I sit outside, I'm connected with all and I always work the collective. So and you're the same way and Jesse has been the same way. We work for individuals and the collective nonstop. We cannot not do it, right? We do it in our <laughs> dreams. And everyone, if you, she was speaking about the code journey and that October where I sang the longest song of my <laughs> life. I think it was nonstop 25 to 30 minutes moving in out uh, and I had not expected that so always be prepared what comes in life let yourself be surprised so after that transition I decided for sure to get a book of the code journey by Anne I read it and let me tell you it is a preview of the year to come then it's dissected in a month previews you look have also the moons and the angelic um, information that is provided and then it goes to a daily page uh, it's a half a page sometimes more than a page and what i found fascinating and i had the one for this year the most fast and can't wait for my next one to come <laughs> is when I often read it, sometimes I've forgotten or, you know, it is not important for me to read. Sometimes it has been very important for me to read, to see that I'm on track on my own work, that what I'm thinking, even you said, you know, when, when you're all alone and you don't have people to connect with, I said, oh, she's written that. This is happening. That's why I'm having this thought. It gave me clarity. It gave me oomph. And it also gave me through that power to, in that moment, even go ahead and do more of it and not in a way to give up or to, to move back or to doubt myself. And also in things you predicted what would happen in the whole world on target I'm, I've been so often surprised I think at the beginning I wrote you a few times <laughs> I don't even need to write anymore how surprised I am how uh, uh, how good you're also using words as medicine as you speak like this is the way you bring the future into the presence at the same time, it's also medicine to be taken in and to be embodied. Yeah, so this is not just text I'm reading, or it is really something to embody and to build on because it structures me. And what I've observed, it structured, structured many other <laughs> people reading the book to be more of themselves. And um, yeah, there is a deep line of, for ex uh, for, especially for Jesse, there was this deep ancestral line of uh, seers, of astrologers, of wayshores. <laughs> the list goes on. So you, that is what you carry in the um, material of your body, yeah. and this yeah. is what it builds up to it so it's not just the newness but it's com the combination i think that makes your work so potent is this com combination of bringing the new 
and pooling from the old and bringing it together and explode and create new ones. Because really what's really ancient is also very relevant for what is coming now. Yes, and I love that you said that words are medicine. Um, that is very, very powerful. And I find that, you know, yes, as you say, there is this blending and we're always in these cycles. So with cycles, you are going to have to draw on the past sometimes because that's where your wisdom is held. And, you know, while we're living in the present, we also have to be conscious of where that present is taking us mm -hmm. in the future and to use it as foresight, which is really what the book is in many ways. It's always about choice. It leaves the aspect of choice open for people, but it gets people to, to work from this conscious space. And one of the things that I've done a lot of work with since I've entered into this body has been creating a really strong relationship between my energy and my body's energy. And as you say, yes, I get to draw on that wisdom that runs through the physical body, the, the DNA and all of that energy that is there, which is really great to have to work with. But the words are, because when I write this book, what I'm really doing in many ways is writing to the soul. Mm -hmm. it's, it's speaking to the soul self. And, and our soul gets the truth. Um, and so it resonates with the words because it says, yes, yes, this is the word I needed to hear right now. Or these are, this is the right phrase. This is what I've been trying to put my finger on that I know is happening. And, and it's not that I can really tell somebody something that they don't already know within them. I just kind of create the uh, avenue for it to open up and to really pull into the consciousness and to really open that mind up. And you're going to love it. I'm going to show a copy of the 2021 book because yes, it please. actually just recently opened up here. Oh. And hopefully it can be seen yeah. pretty good there. The moon. And um, I do all the photography myself on the covers and things. So it's really fun to do that. But in the new one, I've actually added some more components. Oh, good to the work steps. So when people go in to work with this book, uh, it really is this personal journey that they have going on and how we experience things are all a little bit different. So it's not like there's, you should be experiencing turbulence this way, or you're going to experience upheaval that way. We all experience it in our own way. And sometimes it's very intense and sometimes it's very uh, not intense. And what I find is a lot of people when they're working with the book, it, their first year, they're kind of getting that feeling of what the words mean for their life. And they're kind of finding their flow with it. So then when those key words come up, they go, okay, I pretty much know where this is going to come from. Or, you know, they, they start to put their own pieces together because what it's doing is it's literally unlocking aspects of the brain uh, through the words, through the terminology, through speaking with the soul. And so the soul, it, it all naturally opens up. The relationship between the human self and the soul just beautifully starts to open up because it all gets on board because the soul's like, yes, this is my path. And the human self is like, now I get it. 
and I can take hold and I can do this work. And so it's actually gonna be unlocking more pieces of the brain in the 2021 book um, because it's it's got questions in there to make people think a little bit about what about this? What about that? In addition to the action steps. So the action steps are there with each month, with the moon cycles, um, with different portal energy that's open with the daily energy. So it's a great, it's this great daily guidebook that, as you say, kind of affirms um, what's happening for somebody or what they might be feeling. And they, they might not know why they're tired a certain day. And then you go and you read the codes and it says, yeah, this is a day that really you shouldn't be doing all kinds of mental work. You're going to be better to do creative work today. Um, so it's not going to tell you, you know, you have to go do this chore or that chore or work on this specific thing, but it's open. You know, you're, you're, you're choosing within the focus. And what's so interesting is that when people work on this, they're working on their own journey, but it's also the collective energy at the same time. So, yeah, so we know we're like not alone, Everybody right? is this dealing is with these same core pieces. Exactly. So we know that we're all experiencing this. And at the same time, we're experiencing it in our own unique way, in our own place, in our own time. Yeah, so. I love this openness. I love this openness. And, you know, uh, always when I do read it, it's mostly in the morning. Yeah, I go outside when it's summer, I have my bench, the sun <laughs> shines and the birds and um, I can just soak it in. So it's a very precious time. It's like the gift I give myself. On days when I was maybe a little bit more sad, it made me feel that I'm not alone and uh, that there is so much more, you know, and that is also, it pulled me up again. I, you know, they were not often, but they do exist. And it's just um, so comforting. I should say really, really comforting to have in the moment because you, you, you read, or I read the, the words when I read the words, I know what's behind it. I, I know who is all speaking. Yeah, there is also a collective energy behind that word of the whole cosmos. And this is really what I love about this work. You're I, I a think... fantastic uh, collaborator with everything that exists <laughs> when you write this down. I, I love that you you take that that time to get it. And, and I, can't, I do frequently hear from people, I don't know how you can tell me what is going to happen in my life on a certain day and have written it a year ago or a year and a half ago yeah. and, um, and, and have it just be so spot on to what's happening. And also where you talk about taking that little time out of your day, as a gift to you. And I, I hear that a lot from people, like they, they, they feel like it's very sacred work for them. Mm -hmm. They feel like this is, this is that gift I give to myself. And I do the same thing every morning before I start my day. I have a special place that I sit, open the book up near a window and mm -hmm. go through what's happening in the day and kind of grasp. And I kind of know, I kind of know from there how my flow might go. 
um, not that I turn any power over to it, but that I'm aware, okay, I've got to stay a little more open today. I need to be prepared for there to be more interruptions today. Um, and knowing these pieces, it's, it's kind of like you can mentally prepare yourself for the day that way. Okay, people are gonna be more on ease. The type of work I do, I'm gonna have more people that are gonna reach out to me today. Um, or, you know, it, the day is, is full of upheavals, which means there's gonna be crisis going on that I'm gonna to have to stop that I can't foresee are gonna come. So I need to, need to leave that openness in there. Or I'll have those days that I kind of buckle down and go, okay, it's, it's favoring getting this work done. So I know the benefits of doing that work versus not doing that work, even if it takes me a little harder time to get motivated. But like you say, I, I also hear from people that aspect of, there's the sense of empowerment. It, mm -hmm. It's an affirmation of, okay, I'm, my instincts are right. I'm on the right track. It's also that aspect of getting that reassurance that everything's going to be okay when it is a little bit turbulent. Uh, having those steps that you can work with, that you can go, okay, here's, here's my focus for the day. And it kind of keeps our mind from getting overly scattered again, without telling us what to do. It's, it's offering opportunities. You know, I'm welcoming people to take certain steps. They can take them, they cannot take them. That's completely their choice. But in taking those steps and in, in asking the questions, they're solving their own problems. So this creates a self-sufficiency that strengthens the unity or the collective. Because self-sufficiency, I think, is one of those things that people oftentimes, they think, well, aren't you separating? Aren't you isolating by this individuality? And we're not, because it's all the individual components that make the unity or the whole stronger. And we need our differences, and we need to be able to honor those. So this that empowerment, that sense of empowerment of feeling like, yes, I can get through this. Yes, I can do this. Um, yes, I can make my own choices in this situation. And, and it's all these little reminders that, you know, even people, it doesn't matter where they are on their path. If they're early on their path, if they've been working on their path for decades, there's just, they're going to pull out those pieces and it's like, yep, that's mine today. And <laughs> that's my piece to work on today. And they know it. They know, they know how that connects for them. Yeah. It opens up possibility. It helps you think bigger. Yeah. And I think these are also now the times where we are asked, I sense it myself and uh, Jesse, you, uh, you may feel it as well that, uh, to really hone in to move into our vastness, into our grandness, and to think of us bigger. And it has been a difficult thing, right? Because social uh, culture, uh, social settings and our cultural settings over the last hundred years and, and even decades, especially as women also, and I'm speaking more from uh, the Western world, right? We have, we have been a, a little, uh, suppressed and we are, we are now in uh, the times we're finding our ways to express ourselves create movement within our body 
to explore. So depends what generation also reads is also a, a very open or what culture that is also I think rather important um, that it, it suits everyone on this globe. And nudges us to see the possibility to make us more movable to not stay so fixated yeah yeah that yes. we really to recognize we are a being that is always walking infinitive or flying swimming the talk right we're always opening up and uh, the structures by now have tried to to make us more stable and tight but this is over everyone so <laughs> <laughs> there we go we're going to go now with the flow that has always been and getting our movement back so you can be free uh free or oh, even the word shackles comes free of of shackles even the ones you've put on yourself to think that you have to wear them to fit in and now it's time where you don't have to fit in anymore slowly explore and maybe some of you um do it a little bit more faster but little steps here and there and i think also in this way the book will support you in taking small steps and trying out new things and uh, and what was so interesting when you spoke before it was um the, the words right so each word is medicine and people adjust after the first round they they come with a better understanding also of your language is your sacred language that you're writing also that there's what that you're speaking so what is entailed in a word right what is entailed in the word love what is entailed in the word beauty what is entailed in the word uh, compassion right for me beauty is is all encumbrancing that's my <laughs> my word right there's respect love anything um and so also for you, so it's, it's, it's you in a way educate. And I speak about this a lot that we have to educate others on the way of how, what our words carry for energy and what our words carry of experiences and of the understanding. Um, and this, I think, is also now the time where we question others or invite everyone to... <laughs> even in your partnership or in, in, in your family or, or friends. And if you're now maybe on a lot of Zoom connection, virtual <laughs> connections, right? To ask others, what is behind the word they're speaking? What is behind? And look behind, 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 because this will bring us more understanding that we are not so separate. And yes, we're individuals, but we carry so much of each other. And you spoke yeah. to this on is that this understanding that we carry much of each other, this uh, enables us also to show more as a gift to everyone what my talents are, what your talents are, what someone else's talents are, and gifts that can enrich the time we all live here and experience here together at the moment. And I love that you brought up the aspects about freedom and getting more expansive. Um, this is definitely a book that is going to help people explore more about who they are 
embrace their authenticity, embrace their own uniqueness, and realize that that doesn't fit into a box. They don't have to walk by what other people tell them, um, but that they need to they need to honor what works for them, mm-hmm. regardless of whether other people are on board with that or not. And as you mentioned, the the, the power in the words we we it's a, it's amazing. It really is amazing because every letter of every word tells a story. It can tell a whole story and there's different layers and different components that might come out under different aspects. And what I do with the code journey work is I'm really looking at this interplay of energies and vibrations that are happening at a given point in time. So this is definitely a different way of doing things than just say straight astrology. Yes, I may look at the moon influence, but I look at it from a code perspective, uh, my own perspective versus a traditional astrology perspective. And so when we start to consider this, uh, we don't always realize what we're setting ourselves up for or how we're impacting things. And I think it's important to use the words that we resonate with on one hand, but to also be aware of, as you say, what's behind those words and and to keep opening those deeper layers, those Mm -hmm. inner layers to ourselves. And I think this book gives it a very approachable way to do that, a very um, safe, if you want to say that, safe, not in the way of confinement or holding back, but safe in the way of providing thoughts and space to actually be more expansive, um, to, to, to allow people to feel comfortable, to take the steps that they want to take in their life. Mm-hmm. And many people, I see it all the time, the way people blossom and grow when they work with this book. And it just, it makes me smile. I see these people who started off very inhibited and they never saw themselves as a leader. And then you know, now they're really taking the lead on things and they still don't necessarily see themselves as a per se leader because it's not like they're running a group particularly or or something like that, but they lead in their own life Mm -hmm. just through the exchange of knowledge with other people or, you know, just to watch people let go of the things. uh, You use the word shackles, which is a very interesting word to let go of the shackles that they Um, have been imprisoned by their own prison that they've stood within. And a lot of times these shackles and these prisons come from programming in our world, whether that's, you know, through advertisement or through cultures of how we've been raised and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and, and how that's always been about other people's perceptions. And so this work kind of takes and says, well, but what's your feeling? What are you presenting? What do you want to be? You don't have to fit into this mold. You know, it's like saying, it's like saying not every model has to be a size zero. You know, there's beautiful models out there that are sizes 16 or 18 or, you know, opening these doors. And if they had listened to the programming that said they couldn't be a model because they weren't a size zero, you know, but yet, that's not, you know, the world doesn't need all size zero models. They need models of all different packages and sizes and colors and shapes because people relate to these different 
packages and these different things. So it's very interesting when we release shackles in our life. And, and, and I should mention releasing is a process that it's no wonder that it's kind of hard for people because it involves trusting wisdom to allow healing to come through you and to show you what is needed. And through being able to see what is needed, you receive a gift. Mm -hmm. And this is what healing really is about. It's not a specific mode or process or technique. It's about this, this journey, so to say. It's about uh, the action, the set of actions that happens in that. And so when we release the shackles, we're really healing what is interfering with being in ourselves, what is interfering with our wisdom, which then interferes with our luck and creates lots of challenges, the proverbial hill storm in our life. And, um, you know, moves us through that process and breaks down our trust or uh, interferes with our body heals. So the releasing of it then brings us back into the alignment of wisdom, back into the wisdom of the self, back into the resilience to see the storms through, the ability to generate our luck, the ability to heal ourselves. And so, you know, like you say, the, the words are so powerful and I could break them down all day long yeah, I bet. and things. And, and, you know, love, we talk about love um, is such a powerful collective thing. And again, because every step that we take in our own life, whether that's to create a healing, whether that is to create some sort of expansion or empowerment in our life or whatever, it is always going to have that positive effect on the whole. You can't take a step in your own life and not impact the whole. And so it's so, it's so fascinating the way it's interwoven yeah. in there. And we talk about that love being a powerful tool and love codes to being victorious over things that have challenged you due to commitment and determination. And so it's the persistence, it's staying true to something. Um, and when we, we look at the breakdown, it is a healing of what creates prosperity or what has been deprived in our life in order to bring greater joy and, and place us in a space to operate on a vibration that allows us to trust, to trust mm -hmm. in the divine, to trust in the wisdom that is ancient and timeless and not connected to one point or space specifically. And when we deal with these words and we deal with these understandings and we're unfolding these layers through say the code journey, it's presenting truth. It's not that this is right or wrong. It's like, here's the truth of the matter. And now you have to choose what you're going to do with that information. Hmm. So you give us a lot of power with your book. And what I had been thinking while you were speaking, you know, everyone, these are thick books. <laughs> it's there. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot. And 
especially the first one, small writing. I'm going to show this. That means you spend a lot of time writing. Um, so what does it do? Where does it move you into, bring you into when you have this love to write? First, you have to have love. You have to have <laughs> compassion. You really embody the love and the compassion within yourself to take the time and the effort to write this precise book. And that every single year. And I think the uh, uh, chapeau, a hat of hood up. <laughs> yeah, for your um, determination to follow your calling. What, what tip would you give others to follow their calling in a way? You know, it is definitely a work of passion, a, a work of love. Um, because, you know, it, it is, it does, it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy. When I'm in writing phases, people know me, it's like, I'm not going out. <laughs> I'm not meeting with people a lot of times. I'm working oftentimes 12, 15 hours a day. Um, and, and not that I suggest people to do that automatically. <laughs> I'm still working on, on creating my own pieces of balance, but it is, I think it's, it's that piece of saying, just don't give up on what's in your heart. Because mm -hmm. when Jessie started this work, she was working a full-time job. Um, she was getting this book written. It was a devotion. It was a commitment. It was something that she was doing as much for herself as she was doing for anybody else. And I think that that is a very important component. Now, you know, this year I've been very blessed to be able to focus completely on the book and this work, um, mostly because my body didn't want to hold out <laughs> at a regular job. It's, uh, but, you know, even, even the challenges of, you know, shutdowns and things like that brought blessings because I was able to draw on certain unemployment funds or programs that I couldn't have drawn on without that happening. Uh, so the universe showed up when I made the commitment and I keep my love to the work, the universe continuously shows up to support me in getting that work done. So when you are choosing to do something, don't choose it because you're going to make a whole lot of money at it or don't necessarily choose it because you think it's what you should be doing or somebody said you would be good at it so you should do it. Do it for yourself because when you're doing something for yourself, then you're able to embrace the whole aspect of what you're doing. You're able to get the full experience. You're able to um, give of your whole self into what you're doing. And people notice this. They really notice the difference between when somebody puts something out and they're, they're doing it and marketing and, and there's nothing wrong with all the marketing or doing, you know, getting money for anything. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But the difference is, are you doing it for the money or are you doing it for yourself? When you do for yourself, it will eventually come to you. And, and, you know, if you have fewer resources, you just have to get a little more creative. You don't give up on it. And that's what Jessie did. She just kept getting more creative. But it was the devotion of knowing 
how important this work is to get out. And I feel like it's more important than ever. And matter of fact, the 2021 book is the first year I've been able to make it available on a wholesale level through a company that bookstores any store, Barnes and Nobles or the mom and pop bookstore, any store can go in, order it, get their regular discount um, and stock the book. They're okay stocking it now. So, you know, never hesitate to go in and ask your local bookstore for something. I'm dealing with one of the two largest distributors there is, which they're this one and one other one, there are some bookstores, those are the only two they will deal with. And I managed to get it through the process this year on that. Um, but I feel like, you know, in that process, I had to make some choices and, and you do along the way and you have to decide what is most important because on one piece, I wanted to keep the price down lower, but, you know, to make it more affordable for people. But on the other hand, I need to get the work out there. So I had to make a decision going into the wholesale venue to say, I'm not going to get as much on that for my take. You know, matter of fact, it'll be very minute, but is it more important how much I make on the book or is it more important that the book and the work gets out there and more people have access to this work and those lives get transformed that more people are working with this energy and coming into alignment well it's it's quite obvious that it's more important for people to be able to work with this and to get it accessible to more people um and and so i think when you shift your your aspect of of saying you know really getting down to these components of what is the most important thing? And until we start asking these questions, we can get lost on a lot of detours along the way. But in asking these questions and saying, am I doing this? You know, we've been programmed to say, well, you do these things for everybody else because that means you're selfless. But that's not necessarily true at all. Uh, you, you, have to do it because of your love. It needs to be something that you would do for yourself. If nobody else was picking up this book, would I still be doing this work for myself? Yes, because yeah, it feeds you. It feeds me. My work feeds me. Yeah. And no one that these uh, these precious moments that arise in in whatever I do. I've you know, and. Um, so cut six years of the radio show now the podcast or the lives or whatever I do <laughs> yeah it's sometimes so late at night and uh, there is this movement no I have to do that or I have to draw this painting and maybe no one will ever get it but the energy has to be drawn out it has to be materialized yeah so there is a there's a need and many of us are here to create bring the future that means we have to do things no one understands right now and that has been in history and I, but while you were speaking i thought that was so nice so the first book was this one and i lost my headphone moment otherwise i can't hear what jesse says <laughs> the, the first book you came from the u.s and the second one was already printed here. I had it the next day. 
So <laughs> you see how already the reach increased each yeah. year. And so now it, and what is important, it is doesn't go like step, 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 step. It goes incrementally. So everyone, whatever you do, know whatever you start, once the momentum comes and or the unbending wind, and that's why we have the wind outside today, <laughs> takes it along. You can't fathom how fast and who's reached and whose lives are saved because of your work, wouldn't you say, Anne? Absolutely. And every person that works with it, of course, they're impacting many more lives that then go out and impact many more lives. And we keep seeing that rippling effect that goes out into things. And, you know, it's so exciting. And, and I encourage people that, you know, when you go to get this book, first of all, make sure you're getting the, the correct year <laughs> and then 2021 year. For those that want to check this out, they can um, actually go into Smashwords and uh, the 2020 ebook version through Smashwords only they can go and download it for free. It's I make the past years absolutely free once I release the upcoming year. And so um, through that venue, so it gives people a chance to kind of get an idea of what the content is like, maybe the story behind it, things like that, that they can go into. And it is amazing how it starts to just kind of take off. And I see these little bursts and I literally have people around the world working with this book. And to me, again, that's exciting because the more points in places, it's not just about having it open in one little area that I'm sitting in, but the more points that it opens up, now we start to create that kind of networking grid um, from the points all around the world. And this then strengthens the work because everybody that's using the book then is simultaneously also strengthening each other. Yes. Um, just by doing their own work. And, and, and then that network just keeps growing. So as you mentioned, there, there was like this little burst <laughs> in you know, the US is where it started. And then it kind of started to branch out and I got a little burst happening in the Denmark area and then around you. And then of course this year, it's starting to, to pop up around the UK. And um, so it's, it's very interesting. Uh, to watch that growth, but this is part of the, this is part of the love energy that I talked about that you have to have the determination to get through the victory. You have to be committed first. And when we talk about responsibilities and obligations and what we're committed to, we often think of that as a very heavy energy. And sometimes it can be if we've got a lot of projects on our plate or something like that. But it's also about our work and being true to what we came here to do. Again, whether anybody else can understand that or not. And there's a lot of times where people didn't understand the choices Jessie made, but she had to follow that drive. And without doing that, she wouldn't have had the experiences that opened up this work and so on. And so it sometimes can feel slow. Sometimes we have to have the patience to start with when we're going through our processes, when we're doing our work like this. But then, as you say, Maylen, there comes a point where all of a sudden it feels like the floodgates just start to open up. And it just starts to say, you know, okay, you 
been working on this work now. This is the um, 18, 19, 20, 21, fourth edition, <laughs> fourth year coming out. And, it, you know, you've shown your commitment. So it's like the longer you are, are with that commitment, the more the universe shows up, the more the people show up. And, and I do that. I have people that, that Jesse was very connected to, and there wasn't a lot of con communication with them for a while. And then all of a sudden they're like, I'm told you're the one that I need to be working with right now. You, you know, we got this message and it's very clear that your work has to come out right now. So, and now I'm like doing regular segments almost every month on their, sh on their shows. Yeah. And so it's very exciting to see this blossoming where it's gone from this sporadic interview, let's say, to now having two shows that I have regular spots on um, throughout the year. And so just don't ever give up on those dreams. Sometimes the timing might be off. Sometimes there's a lesson to learn in there. Sometimes there's just something else to get. But if you stay committed to the soul's path, if you honor that, that drive inside of you that you just can't set down or set aside, even if you try to walk away, it keeps coming back at you, honor it and just keep finding your way to bring it out. And it's not about repeating everybody else's steps. Find how it's resonating for you. What's your little piece of it? Uh, you know, you can have 50 people doing Reiki work out there, but the way you do it, Maylene, versus the way everybody else do it, everybody else has their, their own unique style. And, and it's not about appealing to every single person out there and catering it to make it work for them. It's about presenting your point of view and letting yourself receive the people uh, that resonate with that. Because you're really not here to, you're gonna reach everybody through the natural network of union and unity anyways, but your job is not to take care of every person on the face of this earth. Your job is to take care of you and then receive so that you can continue the cycle of receiving, giving, sharing process. Oh, these are such beautiful words. <laughs> and my cat came in for the, the final and like, hey, green, and I'm here and you guys are on the right track. We're both cat people. Then yes. cats really brought us. That's maybe a whole other episode. Cats are on. wonderful. <laughs> your your ending uh, 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 speech right there was so beautiful. And I'll carry on that. Uh, really summarizing what your importance uh, is in our oneness and that it is important that we come together to celebrate each other and to also sh shed light or uh, point the light spotlight on each other right yeah. so we can share it for others to understand and then understand how we can collaborate and move forward together. So everyone, you know now how Anne functions, what love she carries, what compassion she carries for you and everything that's existing, I believe. And Anne, I want to thank you so much for taking time to speak on the Moving to Oneness a podcast and, and bringing in your beautiful wisdom to the show so thank you very much 
thank you for having me on. And I just, I love that you brought up to rejoice for others' strengths and their assets, because when we do that, we're also celebrating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do that, we are strengthening successes to come for us as well as those people when we can do it sincerely. And when you think about it, you know, if, if you were running a company, do you really want to be the janitor and the CEO and the customer service person and all of these different roles? No, you want people who are strong in each of those roles. So celebrate when somebody's willing to take one of those other roles off your plate and let you really focus on what you do best. Um, so absolutely, I, I'm always very, very pro celebrating um, what successes are coming up for people and things. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So I'll end with telling everyone while we were speaking and Paganini walked exactly like a spiral <laughs> for us and then did the circle around the round table for this uh, podcast is being recorded. So just uh, thank you very much. Greetings you. to Maine. Have a wonderful day. Everyone out there wish you also a beautiful evening, beautiful day. Um, I'm Mylene, your host. Goodbye. Bye-bye.